You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Professional Blur, the only podcast about extra work, and I make sure that that's the case, because if you try to do it, I will send you a cease and desist letter. That's not true at all. Please do your own podcast. Why do I give a fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, my guest this week is the delightful Kurt Sandvig. Thank you so much for being here, Kurt. How are you doing? Thank you, sir, for having me. This is fantastic. Um, so we just literally wrapped up recording the Comedy on Vinyl podcast because you and I met as extras. Yes. And I've been trying to figure out, do we make it the same episode? Do we blah, 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 blah. But no, now it also turns out you've done a lot of extra work, Kurt. Oh, it's all I did for the first four plus years that I lived out here, maybe even longer, five years that I lived out here. Mm-hmm. I was a extra Four to five days a week Damn. on any show that you can think of in the 90s mm-hmm. and most movies from the 90s. When did you Merv out? Merv, move out here. <laughs> I merved out here in 94, 93, 94. I okay. think it was 93, actually. Okay. Um, so I really, when it, when the shows, when must-see TV on Thursday nights took off, mm-hmm. really, is when I was on there. You know, the, the Friends and the Seinfelds and the... Uh, what was the one with Leah Thompson? Caroline in the City. Caroline in the City. Remember yes, that one yeah. Well. I, 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 I was an extra on that, and she was standing there talking to me, flirting with me. I hate you. Unbeknownst so much. to me, unbeknownst to me, I hate me too because <laughs> I was just chatting with her, going, "That was awesome." And then she walked away after a minute, like, or not a minute, after like ten minutes, and the guy sitting next to me was like. She was hitting on you the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? No. Yeah. Kurt. Clueless. Kurt. I'm, this Clueless. is several years later, and I'm angry at you right now. <laughs> I'm still angry. Oh, my God. I'm still angry. <laughs> That's remarkable. Holy shit. Uh, okay. So before we started, you were like, wait, yes. no, no, no. This this is the stuff you guys got to hear. We're going to talk about a bunch of shit, but if yes. your stories have Space Jam and Eraser are that Space good. Jam Let's and talk Eraser. about it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Which one would you prefer I, I start with? You know, answer first. another question first. I'm sorry, because I'm getting carried away because I like talking to you. Yes. Your first time on a set, and it could be as an extra, but what's your first time oh, on a set ever? Yeah, no, the first time on, on set ever was on Ellen, the TV show Ellen, the, the sitcom. Oh, Ellen. my. With, with yes. uh, Jeremy Piven himself. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And, um, and she was... You know, despite what a lot of people say, she was very sweet. She was very lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wasn't I a billionaire was, yet, to be fair. That is true. <laughs> that is true. It was very early on. Um, and it was the very first real set that I'd been on. I'd been on sets in Michigan that just didn't count, that didn't, you know, match being on a lot and being mm-hmm. on a set. And and being the the scene starts with me drinking coffee and yes, pans back. Love it. And, and and I was like, oh my god, this this extra work. Every scene's gonna start with me. This is the <laughs> best job ever. Can Sadly, <laughs> did not happen that way. Do you over the course of of your extra your Hollywood extra work? Do you look relatively similar, or are there a lot of changes? No, no. no I okay. had very long, lush, luscious hair. Oh my. And a luxurious, luscious? No, luxurious yeah, hair. Luscious, I like, but luxurious sure. is what you meant. I get it. Um, <laughs> yes, and and you know, like, I, I, you know, I was, I had, I was like, that was the thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, they, <laughs> the, you know, the long hair, mm-hmm. and then then I slowly kept getting it cut shorter and shorter because I wasn't getting so many extra jobs. Okay. And they kept saying, if you cut your hair, we'd give you more stuff. And I finally did it, and that's the most the the majority of them. They're just bad '90s haircuts. Sure. All of them. Of terrible '90s haircuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, when I still had hair. 
Well, let's do... Okay. We're going to save Space Jam if only because my millennial listeners, and I do not mean millennial as a pejorative, I just mean I know how fucking excited millennials get over Space Jam. I know that a lot of them have the weird hots for that bunny girl. So we're going to wait. We're going to tease this a little and talk about the classic film, which I've never seen either, Eraser. (laughs) Please tell me. You've never seen it? Never. No, there's. Oh. I have some weird gaps. I've not seen Rocky or Rambo. I've not seen like some weird like Americana classics. I've also not seen Eraser or Space Jam all the way through. <laughs> all right, so Eraser. They, you know, the, the the woman that was in central casting. She's like, hey, you're going to be on an Arnold Schwarzenegger action film oh, as an extra. It's in a club scene. It's going to be amazing. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be <laughs> awesome. And I get to this club in uh, West Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And I think it was called Peanuts or something at the time. <laughs> and it was it was titled, I mean, it said it on the thing, The Gay Bar Scene. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. And, yeah, so he walks into, oh my goodness, I apologize. You're... Stitch, come here. Uh, so I, I, he walks into, the scene is he walks into a gay bar. Mm-hmm. And he passes through everything. He, he talks, he pushes through all the crowd. He talks to the bartender. Something dumb happens in the movie. And he leaves. Mm-hmm. While he's doing that, on stage, there are four men dressed in drag, and they're lip-syncing to It's Raining Men. Come on. Fantastic. So for 14 (laughs) hours, we were in – we had to be inside because every time anybody went outside, something would happen. It was bad. So they said, look, extras, your holding area is just here. It's going to be – you're inside. Wow. And the 14 hours of listening to – the first two minutes of It's Raining Men. Oh, no, right. Yeah, because it's not going to be the full song. Oh, shit. No, no. First two minutes, It's Raining Men, 14 hours. I cannot ever listen to that song ever again because it's just, it's like nom flashbacks for me now. But uh, Absolutely so. No, no, no. Just flipping tables. Um, So I'm I'm dead center in the middle of the crowd. Mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger walks in and pushes past me. And so they take one. He comes in, pushes past me, goes to the bar. Yes. It's too quick. So they're like, Arnold, you're going to have to banana your way into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Banana. Don't come straight in. Banana. Mm-hmm. And you hear from about 10 feet away, okay, I'll do the banana. I'll do the banana now. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And they call action real quick. He comes bananaing in. Mm-hmm. And pushes through and knocks me down. Oh, just straight up knocks me on my ass. And so they have to cut. They have to walk over. You okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Uh-huh. I just didn't expect. Is he going to be doing that every take? Because I know there's like continuity. Yeah. And they're like, no, he, me- he didn't mean to knock you over. He won't knock you over anymore. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I won't knock you over and slams my shoulder to no end. Like, just like, I'm fragile as is, but uh-huh. like, come on. And then for the next Five takes. It's just from the distance. I'll do the banana now. Action. <laughs> Why he had to say that, I don't know to this day. So, and it's kind of out there, so I can tell this story. So there was a very attractive, like like I said, we all had to stay inside. Mm-hmm. So all the actors were inside. There was a very attractive extra girl that I was standing next to. Didn't really talk to, but I was like, oh, she's very pretty. And he starts talking to her more and more between takes. Uh-huh. More and more between takes. Uh-huh. And then he says... I want to talk to her outside. And he walks her out. And as he's walking her out, one of the grips takes his little flip phone, flips it open and goes, hey, Arnold, Maria's on the phone. He's like, ah, it's a good joke. And just walks out with her. And they're like, okay, we're going to wrap for lunch for a half hour. 
I'm not saying anything happened. Right. But that is what <clears throat> I saw. And so um, she came back. He came back. We continued to do another 13 hours of It's Raining Men for the first two minutes. Uh -huh. And, uh, yeah. And then you can see me in the movie uh, bopping my back of my head as he pushes through me to get in. But I never want to hear that song again in my life. Good God, that's fair. And And he didn't knock you over again? He did not. He made sure that he never knocked me over again. But boy, howdy, did he! I mean, he just laid me out on my ass. I, I bet he's a giant hunk of beef. Like, well, that's the thing. He's not as tall as I expected. Right? Yeah. But he's still solid, just, and yeah. he's still the Terminator, and he just <laughs> flattened me in a gay bar to its raining men. I mean, that's one of my claim to fame. Of course. I mean, why you got to keep that one in your back pocket? Oh, Schwarzenegger, sure. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> my God. Oh, yeah, it's delightful. So yeah, and it was one of my one of those things where I'm like, well, this I'm not. I'm never gonna forget this day. No, most of the days. I mean, I couldn't tell you most of the stuff that I did. Mm -hmm. Boy meets world, or you know, like I I couldn't tell you what happened that day or any of the step whatever show that Suzanne Summers was on. Uh huh. In the 90s. Step by step, sure. Step step by step. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, like most of them are just a blur, but sure. there's a few like nine hundred two one zero because I did a. Mm. Folks, I was every every Peach Pit in After Dark. I was I was there. Wow. Okay. I was in. Yeah. Wow. And, and getting to meet Flaming Lips during that oh, that on. time was just absolutely incredible. I was the only extra to know or care who, who they, they were. were. Yeah, of course. Good but God. but there's some that just kind of stick with you, you know. My God. The okay. So we're we're we've built we've built to it. I know the show is a full hour, but we got to get this out of the way. Let's talk about Space Jam. I want to know. Space Jam. I want to know, like, which, because I know that there's, like, there's Bill Murray, there's Wayne Knight, there's Michael Jordan. Who is on set the day you, what's the whole, what's, what is this? What was it like knowing that there are going to be cartoon characters, maybe even sitting next to you? It was Michael Jordan playing baseball, hitting a home run. Oh, okay. So it's early in the movie. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're a crowd. And we quickly found out why Michael Jordan was doing this movie. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was doing this movie because apparently, and, and I don't know if this is all true, allegedly, uh -huh. I'll say it this way. We were told, allegedly, he, there was some gambling fiasco that happened. Big time. That I knew, I knew nothing about uh -huh. sports, so I didn't know this. And so they said, hey, you know, he's not good at baseball. <laughs> so all of his baseball stuff is going to be fake. But you guys need to act like it's Michael Jordan knocking it out of the park every time. Mm -hmm. And we went, oh, well, how bad could he be? He's actually playing. I know he's playing baseball. Right. Yeah. And there wasn't a full crowd. It was that whole thing of where they took like 20 of us and then they just digitized us to be the full okay. stadium yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, I've had that happen. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so we're, I was right there. He came out and they're like, all right, Michael, you're going to have to hit a home run. He's like, but not really, right? And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, good. I can do that. And they, they, there's just, there's just this PA, just softly throwing a ball as soft as they can, whiff, you know, foul ball, whiff, mostly whiffs. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, all right, cut. So we're gonna get the camera behind Michael Jordan. We can add the ball later. So just swing like you mean it. And he swung like he meant it. And they're like, cool. You know what, Michael? Why don't you take? We're gonna reset everybody. Why don't you take like an hour? And then he walked away, and they brought out this cannon, this baseball cannon, <laughs> and they had a they had a fake Michael Jordan, and this baseball cannon. He would do the swing, and then they go thunk, and it would go out into the. You couldn't see the ball; it would just go forever. <laughs> and I was like, 
he's the one of the biggest like athletes in the world. I could hit that. Come on. Right. And so on this set, they're, they're, the, the, the stories kind of combine. Uh-huh. On, on this set, I won't say who it was, but there was only one celebrity that day stole my girlfriend. Oh. Kurt, no. Yes. No. Literally walked up, started talking to her while I was with her. Not my girlfriend, the girl I was dating. Uh-huh. I, won't, I, won't, sure. I won't exaggerate. The girl I was dating, she was uh-huh. an extra as well. Yeah. Walked up and just kind of just squeezed me out of a conversation with this girl I was dating and then walked away with her. And I was like, what just ha- I can't. There's nothing that I can do to compete this. Bye now. Never talk to her again. You obviously know I desperately want to ask, but will not ask. But oh my God, that is, um, wow, Kurt. That is, yeah. um, yeah. There's only one celebrity there that day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I, I mean, the headline yeah. is I lost my girlfriend to Space Jam. Like that I did. Is... I lost the girl that I was dating that I was like, shoot, I'm like, because I, I was, I was dating out of my level. She was way hotter than me. I admit mm-hmm. that. Sure. But, Losing my girl on Space Jam, and every time anybody brings up Space Jam, I'm like, oh, I remember when I was dating a girl, and then she left me for Space Jam. That's so yeah. not fair. That's it, it's the worst. Can we at least see you in the movie Final Cut? Are you so far away that it's one of those? Yeah, I'm too too far away. Mm-hmm. I am I am a blur of. But the weird thing is when when it's on the big screen. Uh huh. When it's on the big screen, I can see me in the aud- in the in the stadium, four different places. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so funny i i didn't know honestly so when that when did that movie come out that was late 90s early two, no, late it 90s. was early 90s oh was... early 90s oh shit right yeah of course it was so that's crazy that they were doing that much digital work then i guess i kind of forget how much back to the future cha- two changed everything uh in terms of like the digital effects that everybody then started using it's crazy all right that's interesting oh yeah yeah no they they, they were very they they kept saying they had a small budget which was ridiculous because they had a basketball <laughs> Um, a basketball court in this bubble everywhere we went because we went to four different places. Oh, wow. And he always had this basketball court there. That's nuts. Because <laughs> he needed to practice the one sport he was <laughs> good at. That's remarkable. Wow. Wow. What's, um? okay, what's your, did we already talk about this? No, did we, Uh. wait, Uh. first extra gig ever? I apologize. Did we already talk about it? First extra, yes, yes, that was Ellen. Yes, thank you, idiot. Sorry, because I did first time on a set. Sometimes those crossovers, sometimes they don't. Um, boy, what about your what about your first celebrity interaction on a set or otherwise? Because if you move out here, I'm I'm curious who you were running into out in the real world. The first, yeah, the, that's funny. Uh, the first celebrity that I was introduced to um, was the American Ninja, Michael Dudikoff. Oh my god. Because I, when I moved out here, I didn't know where to live. So mm. I, I, I stopped in Palos Verdes and went, this is pretty. It's sure. got to be close to Hollywood. <laughs> and I lived there for the first year. Wow. And Michael Dudikoff happened to live in Palos Verdes and happened to know one of the neighbors that I was, you know, living by. And so I, myself and Michael Dudikoff went to a bar a few times and her, and he was the nicest guy, but hated hollywood hated everything to do with hollywood by sure, this point sure it was after his time mm-hmm. that's interesting <laughs> i love though they i love that a lot of the, some of your interactions are like no no no. i hung out with not just i met with i hung out with this person i had a drink with 
and also, you know, Schwarzenegger bananaed me. He, he, I'm going to do the banana now. Come <laughs> on. I'll do the banana. I'll do the banana now. That was the thing my, my roommates so and I would say that. Good. My roommate would always say, I'll do the banana now. Get down. <laughs> That's a better line than anything he's ever said in a movie. Like, that is, my good God, that's beautiful. Um, have you ever, um, and, I, and again, I don't I don't know your status as an extra or, like, w w where it led to. Did you ever get bumped up to a line? Did you ever get a line in a show? I did. Ooh, I did. Please tell me. I did. I got a line in Felicity. Oh, my God. Love it. Well, please. well, almost. Uh, almost, so, sure. So <laughs> we were in the library set, and they were like, okay, here you go. Uh, wait, we need someone to shush. Felicity and Scott Wolf, whatever his character's name was, mm -hmm. and um, there were so the the AD, the, the director was out for for some reason. He was somewhere else. So the AD is like that guy right there. So we just need you to shush, turn and shush, and you know, all right, can you do it? So we by practice a couple times. Like, yep, perfect. All right, have him fill out the contract. Let's let's bring in the director. Let's get this going. And the director walked in and went, "Who's that guy?" And he's like, oh, he's the one that's going to shush him. He goes, nah, pick the black guy. Oh. And they literally ripped up the contract in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, but I had a lot. I was a, no, it was a thing. And uh, the other <laughs> extra that, that I so actually hard. got, a, I had, I had um, a credit. I don't know if it actually made it into it because I've not seen the actual finished product. Okay. And you'll find out why in a second. Was a movie called Stormy Daniels Blind Date. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yes. And I was horny bar patron number two. <laughs> so I was going to ask for a second. Did you know what you're getting into? And then, yeah, well, you see the the name of your part. You know what you're getting. I into. did. Yeah, I did. I I but. So, so uh, uh, you know, this friend that had worked on sets, mm -hmm. she was like, "Hey, we we need extras for this thing, but it's porn." <laughs> And I went, I'm not going to be in, I'm not doing porn. And she's like, no, 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 no. You're just going to be a regular extra, mm -hmm. but it's porn. And she's like, you already did one for us a while ago. It was a Skinamax movie. Remember how well you ate that date? Because that was one where uh -huh. we were in a regular restaurant and it was like some Skinamax uh, dream sequence of them having sex in an, an Italian restaurant. <laughs> but I, I ate like a king because, uh -huh. you know, sure. extra, you don't get paid much. No. So they were like, hey, all right, what do you want to order? And I said, fettuccine Alfredo. Mm -hmm. And they brought it out and I started eating it. And then the first take, I finished it. And the guy's like, dude, we got like 12 takes, man. Pace yourself. And I went, look, man, this is, I, I'm eating better than I have in months. I'm going to, I'm fine. But, but yeah, so she's like, can you come and do this thing? Horny bar patron number two. They're going to be a, you know, a shot right on you. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. And thankfully in the scene, there was no having sex or no porn stuff. Sure. I mean, there was like a little bit of underwear, but <laughs> it was just us. She gets roofied and starts dancing on this table. Oh, no. Oh, and it was directed by Stormy Daniels. She a directed very, it herself. Very, yeah, a very pregnant Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And you've never seen it. Well, I mean, you know. I've never seen it. I can't say that I'm going to be able to go do that research for you, <laughs> but... Uh, I'm tempted to know how that turned out and how much that is remarkable. Holy shit! That yeah, is so fucking. How do you have a rough estimate of how many extra gigs you've done? Because if you were full timing it, I do. Uh, so when I was flipping through uh, a while ago, um, not for this show, but just in case you were going to ask me that, knowing uh -huh. that you you know that I knew that, um, I started flipping through. I started counting. And I stopped counting at 600 and some, just the just the pink slips that I still happen to have Holy for some reason. Shit. Oh, yeah. And like I said, full seasons of 90210 mm -hmm. when they went to college and, and 
Peach Pit After Dark, mm -hmm. and I did a ton of Melrose Place and and um, Qu Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Like you know, yes. like you name it, I was on it. So good. Um, that was you're a, doing period pieces. It's my favorite. Oh, show. it was the worst, worst <laughs> day. <laughs> really? Tell yeah, me. it was the. It was the baseball episode okay. where baseball's invented, apparently. And um, so we're out on whatever ranch they filmed at in Agora Hills. Okay. And, and so they, they kept, they had some extras playing baseball players. I was just in the crowd sitting right behind Dr. Quinn or right in front of her or something. Sure, sure. Um, but the, they kept throwing the ball and it kept getting missed by the catcher and rolling into the weeds. Okay. Right behind us, right by us. And you would hear, Every time the ball would go through, the rattlesnakes would go crazy. Oh so since these were period-looking baseballs, they only had a few of them. Uh -huh. They couldn't just use regular baseballs. So after the first couple of times, the PAs and the grips and whoever else were like, I'm not going in there. So they started giving bumps to extras who would go and retrieve balls. Fuck you. That's what I was like. I'm like, fuck you. I'm getting $85 today. I'm not getting bit by a rattlesnake, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Terrible. That was a long, terrible day. And my wallet got stolen that day. No. So that was, yeah. Yeah. Apparently it happened fairly regularly on that set. On that set in particular. So clearly yeah. it's somebody who works on the fucking show. That's what I said. I'm like, okay, if I'm not the first one, <laughs> clearly you know who should you should be able to figure out who's doing it. Cut to Jane Seymour's basement. <laughs> she just, she just pulled out dollars. <laughs> Holy crap, that's fucked up. Were you, yeah. uh, when you, so you first got out, when did, I'm assuming you became union at some point. I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I became union fairly, not fairly quickly, a couple, a year and a half into it. Uh -huh. um, but, but, you know, that actually didn't help me when everybody was like, oh, it's going to help you so much. Yeah. It really kind of dried up the extra work. It's one of the reasons I stopped doing extra work is because I couldn't get those union gigs as well as I got the, the non-union ones. Wow. Because yeah. uh, the stories are always different, but I mean, they have a cap. Like, it's only a certain amount of union yep. extras they're going to bring on because they cost so much money. And yeah. they've got to treat them properly. <laughs> and they can actually call the someone. Thing, yeah. They can actually be like, this sucks. There is a movie I did that I got, the, I got my final voucher for. It was um, Ben Stiller's wife did this princess movie. Okay. Um, uh, I, don't I don't remember what? the name of it. I apologize. Yeah, it's fine. I'll but... They had an actual lion on the set and a bear, but the bear was too crazy, so they wouldn't let him out of the cage. And it was the lion that they, they, they drew, they, they used for reference for Mufasa for Lion King. Oh, my God. Because the, the guy kept bragging about that all day. Uh -huh. But it was the lowest budget thing, but I got, to, I got my voucher, so I didn't care. So we had to wear this armor. We're, it's medieval, so we're like knights, and okay. we have this long staffs and this plastic armor but they didn't know what color to paint the armor so they painted it that morning they spray painted it that morning okay so i'm wearing the armor and it comes down over my nose a little bit and i'm standing there and and um, I, I look over to the guy next to me while they're filming i'm like i don't feel so good and then i woke up whoa i passed out from the paint no I dropped, oh, and so they were like, me. "Oh my god!" And they had to cut, and they had to come over and make sure I was okay. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Give me some, you know, food or something. I'm good. Let me just take oh, off the plastic armor for a bit." Okay. And so the very next scene was the, "Okay, we have a live lion on the set. You guys can't move because he's gonna, you know, basically you'll be a chew toy for him. So just stand still." And I'm still kind of woozy, and he's on this long chain. The the handlers like. 10, 15 feet behind me, and the lion comes walking up, 
I'm standing there holding this big staff going, don't pass out. I'm going to get killed by a line. Don't get, don't pass out. And I made it through the scene, but the guy next to me, his little staff thing went just slightly and the lion roared. And I was like, that's it. This is how I die. I die on this movie that no one's ever going to see. And, and thankfully I didn't, but, um, but they actually wrote a part in where one of the actors passes out from fright based on me passing out that day <laughs> and they wouldn't give me a bump for it that is, is some horse shit yeah but i have no idea what the, i don't even know what that movie was called I've i am okay it. i am trying to find it, it, it uh, his wife i couldn't remember her name for a moment christine taylor. i can't either there you go christine taylor she's very sweet sure. she was working on that during the day and the craft at night because i was working on both oh okay time. yeah uh i cannot find it i'm guessing this movie never went anywhere I will, I will see if i can find it please because, please because yeah. it's not showing up that's insane but it have to be right around the time as the craft because she was working on them both that's filming them both at the same time so interesting that's yeah remarkable <laughs> holy yeah. shit that's um that's wait sorry she's in it or she directed it she's in it she's, no, she's oh, in it my brain yeah. thought you said she directed it i'm like oh no 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 no. she's in it she stars okay. in it Hold she was on, the then. princess I'm, or something I'm a fucking moron kurt i i, I <laughs> jesus well, uh so it's around the same time as the craft yeah, Got yeah, to, yeah by the way i'm seeing a lot of stuff on here it's like oh he very well could have been in that one too uh oh yeah she was in she was in ellen caroline in the city now just looking at all the stuff that you've already <laughs> lifted listed there's the craft very brady's equal party girl to the ends of time oh i bet you that's it, it she plays princess stephanie yep that's it oh yep. my god and i've never seen it i am going to find a way to watch this because that's remarkable wow dude i'm so that is that is the most fucked up thing yeah, it was the worst. That was the worst extra day because I've never passed out prior, and I'm you know a couple maybe times since then. But huh. like that was the one where I was like, oh, this is the worst day ever. Waking up to a bunch of you know low budget film PAs going like, we killed an extra. Right. What do we do? Do we bury him? Like, it's like you're hearing all the worst stuff. <laughs> no, no one's gonna remember. Oh, but he's got the union. Oh, he's got the union voucher. We got to do something. <laughs> that damn yellow voucher gets every time. Um, okay, let's talk about. Okay, so you mentioned nine hundred two one zero. I've never yes. seen it. That is a show that I also have never seen. But hit me with it because I know that there are going to be some people very excited to know that you were on that show. Please. Yes. Yeah. So the the thing about the Peach Pit After Dark is it has one entrance. Mm -hmm. Like most things, it's not a full hallway. Everybody just piles in there, and then you know you go in order. Mm -hmm. So I got very used to being in close, close quarters with Brian Austin Green and Tori Spelling and all of them. Uh -huh. but those two I remember distinctly because Brian Austin Green would always smoke out with most of the extras so it was a very very cloudy area around him <laughs> and then um i was standing there squeezed in the corner as best i could and tori spelling came through and i thought she elbowed me and i was like Ow. and the extra that was facing me started laughing and afterwards i was like why did you laugh he goes i'm like she elbowed me he goes no that was her boob dude and i was like oh my <laughs> god no and so afterwards she came up and she was very pleasant she mm -hmm. was fine um, but the, the cast was very, very split down the middle, whether they would even acknowledge the extras that they were crammed in to this tiny little hall, fake sure, hallway thing sure. for days. And, and, you know, some of them were better than the others. Ian Ziering was not a fan of mine at all. <laughs> Tried to get me fired from the show a, a couple of times. Oh, no. 
Yeah, and I never did anything. I was one of those extras where you told me where to stand, I would stand there. Sure. I never made eye contact. I never wanted to talk to any of them. Whereas Tiffany Thiessen, lovely. One of the really? best people ever. Oh, Love yes. It. Yeah, she was, when, when she was doing, when I was an extra on that, I was also an extra in Showgirls. Uh -huh. So I was telling her what I was seeing on the set of Showgirls with her old, you know, Saved by the Bell co-star. So and she's like, none of this can be true. You're kidding me. None of this can be true. <laughs> But she was very pleasant. There was a couple of them that were not so nice. But for the most part, I mean, like I said, it was a regular gig for me. It was fantastic to be an extra and have a regular gig. Yeah. And it paid it paid like 10 bucks more because I was a regular extra. Okay. And, yeah. you know, you know, dance. I learned how to dance to no music like <laughs> there. Sure. That's where I, I learned that skill. That's so funny. Well, let's be fair. You learned it on the set of Eraser, or did you? Was that afterwards? <laughs> was that after? No, that is true. No, no, that is true. This was after Eraser, but the Eraser I had blocked out for many years till therapy. Enough. So That's absolutely <laughs> fair. The, uh, let's. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a million questions. Uh, oh, you know what? I would be remiss, even though it might not be my show. We all know my show is news radio, and I won't shut the fuck up about it. But yep. let's talk about Friends because everybody. Friends and Seinfeld. Let's talk about both. Those are the other sure. two shows, that the yeah. ones that NBC actually cared about. So talk about those shows. Sure. So the first episode I did for Friends was the first episode of the second season. Mm -hmm. It just started to become a thing. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the few extras that actually knew the show, and I was very cool because she was dating um, the Counting Crows lead singer at the time, and it wasn't known. Uh -huh. and, and so they were like, you guys can't talk about this. And I didn't care. So I was like, that's cool. No worries. And there's some of the extras were like, trying to talk to him and ignore everybody else uh -huh. but i didn't but the weird thing about um friends was how small central perk was uh -huh. it, it, you know it looks small on camera but it was really small really? especially yeah and and being in central perk numerous times i've done it five six times mm -hmm. um it was it was an experience because it was like if you're in there you're going to be seen yeah, there is yeah, no yeah, chance yeah. you're not a blur in the background you are going right. to be seen and and I was. There was many. I mean, there's a lot of freeze frames that people still send me to this day. Like, I just saw you on Friends. <laughs> you know, I just saw you with Chrissy Hines because uh -huh. Chrissy Hines from the Tenders was one of the guests. Love it. She was singing in the Central Perk, and we were. That was one where we were told. And I always thought that was a myth. I always thought this was a Hollywood myth when you were told, "Don't look the star in the eye." Oof, yeah, sure, sure. And that. she was the one that we we were told we can't look her in the really? eye. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and no joke, I was two feet directly in front of her. So mm. during blocking and during everything, I was two feet looking and had to look in her direction. And so I just picked mm -hmm. a spot on the wall just behind her, just off, and I made sure that she was aware of the fact that I was not looking at her the whole time. Uh -huh. And and if you see the episode. It kind of the camera pans around the side and pans around behind me to get onto her mm -hmm. and then, you know, zooms in. I am very clearly looking like a blind person in Central Park because I am not <laughs> looking in her direction at all. But I was so, so scared because I really liked the show and I really wanted to keep doing that show. Sure. You know, the, the food was great. Biggest show um, on TV. Come on. Oh, yeah. And then the, one of the episodes I did, it was. Um, the rap or the Christmas time, they were doing a party. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, hey, it's not for you extras. So we were all standing outside. The, the cast was going in. And Drew Carey came walking by going, like, you guys coming to the party, right? And we're like, oh, we can't. We're extras. 
He's like, fuck that. Yes. Come with me. Yay. And Drew Carey brought us into this party, and, and, it was, and we managed to stay in there for a fairly long time until someone finally went, no, 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 no. You can't be here, and then escorted us back out. But it's just those weird things. Um, <laughs> very, very odd things. Mm -hmm. I, one of the times I was working as an extra on Friends, Bruce Willis was there. He wasn't on the show at that point, uh -huh. but he was he was on on set. And um, the 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 bathrooms at that time were were one of those like wagon things with a bunch of stalls. So I walked in. I'm peeing. Bruce Willis walks in to the to the to the urinal right next to me. I'm in the urinal. He's in the urinal. There's no divider between the urinals. He says, "I'll do the banana now." Jason, for the life of me, <laughs> I don't know why I looked, but I I looked. I looked at it and I don't care. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gay. I never, I have no inclination to look at Bruce Willis's penis. And yet I did. Of course you did. And then I looked up and he's looking at me and he says, can I help you? <laughs> and that was the last time I was an extra on Friends. <laughs> no, Kurt. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I look. You, you, you know what? You would have, here's the, <laughs> I mean, you want you want to know if it looks like him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, number one, and also, you know who, you know, you would have been distracted with your thoughts if your your beautiful girlfriend uh, Leah Thompson, if if she if you'd have figured your shit out. If I could have figured it out, Jesus I was Kurt. a very confused extra, is what I'm finding out from this episode. This is, is remarkable. That... <laughs> is it okay? You know, it, it had never even occurred to me how small Central Perk might be. I haven't watched a show in forever. I definitely yeah. watched it then, until the other day when I was like. Huh? Have you seen the Lego set of Central Perk? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's really small, but because Lego sets they always condense them. But I'm like, I wonder, I wonder no. comparatively, what it do we is think? Really that small? I it really it. was. <laughs> I actually one of the one of the nicest things that ever happened to me was on the Friends set. I was telling them the second season, first episode, um, episode I was on. They, I was telling them how much of a fan I was of the show, and and she went, "You want a souvenir?" And they let me keep one of the mugs. Are so you I have one me? of the big mugs from Central Perk. It's Ten feet from me. Amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. remarkable. I thought it was very nice. I that mean, there's is very not few done. Things. Not never ever. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. And and you know, thankfully, I've kept it all this time. Of course, that's so yeah. good. I'm sorry, Kurt, but I'm sorry that we moved past the Bruce Willis thing so fast. No, you should. But it's I don't know why. The uh... <laughs> I still. I mean, uh, but I do. Curiosity fires the extra. I guess is what <laughs> I did. The last time, yeah. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, let's talk about Seinfeld. Yes. So I was um, <laughs> I was at Monk's once, mm -hmm. but you can't see me. Okay. Um, Jason Alexander's big-ass head blocked me the whole damn time. <laughs> um, but I was also in the movie theaters. They would go to the movie theater. Oh, sure, and, yeah. and, and it was Jerry Seinfeld, and it was, and I can't think of his name, it was an African-American comedian, stand-up comedian that was on there a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And it was him, and they were, those two were walking, and I walked out of the, the, the movie directly behind them. Mm -hmm. And that was when, that was the last, one of the last things I ever did with my very long hair. Uh -huh. And, and um, I, it was just, it looked terrible. <laughs> like, when I saw it, on when it actually aired, I was like, I gotta cut this. They're right. This is terrible. How long are we talking, like a, Kurt? Oh, at that point, it was like, like past my shoulders okay. it was like okay. it was fabio long <laughs> but i was starting to starting to male pattern baldness it was sure. not a good look i know how that feels. at all mm -hmm. and and boy did i thought i was i thought i looked like brad pitt and i just looked like some 
bald guy wearing a bad Brad Pitt wig. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, shit. But uh, it was great. They were very nice. All of them were very nice. Um, Jason Alexander was very cool. Um, uh, uh, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on Kramer's real name? Michael Richards. Um, thank you. Michael Richards was very nice. Uh-huh. He was he was nice to every extra on set. Um, Even it was, And the thing I loved about working on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. I did, like I said, I did it a few times, was they were... Like, hey, we we done with the shot? Cool. Extras go home. It was like a two-hour day. Oh, those are good. Those are so those nice. Best. Yeah. Oh. Did you uh did you ever work on any sit because you've worked on a lot of shows that he's done? Uh James Burroughs, aka Jimmy Burroughs, my best friend. Did you do you know if he was ever directing any of the episodes of anything you were on? I don't I don't recall, okay. unfortunately. It's How okay. sad is that? Well, I should have. I've I never known. paid attention to who was directing the shows. I, I never was did. On, except for yeah, when I Judith Light was clearly directing something. I'm like, holy shit. Like this is remarkable. Oh, you like this? Uh-huh. I was actually I actually filmed something that has never aired Ooh. and and according to the internet never happened. Hit me. Um Picket Fences and X-Files were going to do crossover episodes. And Okay. I filmed I filmed a Picket Fence scene couple of scenes at a church and it was for the X-Files part of it. And I was like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna be out!" And I did manage to get on X Files later on, years later. But, but, um, but, I was like, "This is gonna be the best thing ever." And then I don't know what happened if it was the writer strike or what happened. Uh-huh. But it never happened. And everything that I can find says that it never was filmed. And I was like, "Well, that's bullshit." I was there. Do you have your fucking thing? I think I do. I think I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I have that. Because one. I'm pretty based sure I do, on though. that. You and I are going to have to do some research. I, oh, yeah. I want to know where this footage is. I want to know oh, why yeah. we never saw this. This is blowing my fucking mind. It was it was crazy cool to me. Wow. It was just one of those things that I just remembered. Um, one of the other things that I was so, so proud of is that I'm part of the Askew-averse, whatever they call oh, it. Oh, shit, the, really? Yeah, yeah. I was an extra in Clerks, the live-action TV show pilot. Re- I don't think and I knew that, that was finally, a thing. Okay. That finally came out online. You could finally find it. it took, I mean, just a few uh-huh. years ago before it came out online. It was the worst thing I was ever part of. Oh no! The worst thing I was ever part of. There was no, um, there was no Kevin Smith character or Jason Mewes character. They kind of merged them into one guy, oh, no. and it was, it was, it was absolutely awful. Any to of watch the original it. actors? Or are we talking totally Nobody. recast? Oh. Nobody. Totally recapped. Um, who was the guy yeah. that did Goat Boy or whatever? Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was he was like the he was like, like Randall? the Randall. Character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't even remember who else was in it. It was it's really bad. There are some and, bad there are some bad pilots out there, man. They are they yeah. are fascinating to watch if you can yeah. go through them. Have you ever seen uh, the American version of either the IT crowd or IT Spaced? crowd? Yes, yes. I haven't seen Spaced. Oh, really? I don't want to oh, be rude. I, I know somebody who worked on it, but I just it was mm. a terrible idea. <laughs> IT crowd, so bad. Yeah. Joel McHale, come on. I love so Joel McHale. Me too. And poor, nice poor guy. Richard Iowati sitting there doing, I've already done all this. It's I know. Like, this, this, can't you just use my footage I've already yeah, done? Right. Come on. Come on. Oh. I did a, uh, I was a regular extra on a show called Dweebs that I really wish would have made it with Peter Scolari, Corey Feldman, Farrah Falk from Wings. Um, what the and, fuck? Yeah. That was the other time where I was going to get a line and they canceled it. The person that told me that the show got canceled on set was Peter Scolari, and he was he felt so bad because he knew I was going to get a line. The nicest, oh, nicest guy. Come on. And he's like, I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you this. And I'm like, dude, I'm just 
an extra. You just lost your job, man. Yeah. He's like, no, it doesn't matter. I'll be fine. I got I got those bosom buddies residuals coming yeah, in. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He liked he liked me because I never once once mentioned bosom buddies. He was the nicest person. I just chatted with him, but I never you could see it in his face. Mm -hmm. Anytime anybody would walk up, be like, "Hey, you're the other guy from Bosom Buddies." He kind of smile and nod and then go to craft service. Well, and if I, I ever interview him, I now know do not fucking bring up Bosom <laughs> Buddies unless he does. Wow. That is yeah. uh I have a, you, you understand I have a million questions. I, I do need to know something. Out of 600, I hope to God the answer is yes, but don't don't say it if it's not true. Did no. you ever fuck up a take? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. I started <laughs> choking. I started choking on pizza. Yep. That's filmed in front of a studio audience. Um I had my back to the camera, thankfully, uh -huh. and and the guy that was facing me, the other extra that was facing me, the scene's going on behind me. Mm -hmm. I took a bite, and I took a drink, and it went down the wrong pipe, and then I started getting redder and redder and redder, and then finally I was like, I can't do this, Yeah, and I started coughing, <laughs> and they went, cut, who's coughing? And the guy that was across from me just kind of pointed at me like he was like, this guy's dying. And I, and I walked, I was like, I'm so sorry, went down the wrong pipe. And they were not very nice, <laughs> but it was the worst feeling. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. I, I did. So that one, I screwed up a take. Uh-huh. And <laughs> ER. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, they put, they, you know, the IV tube that they put on, you know, like they get the IV stand mm -hmm. and they got the tube. Well, they don't actually, thankfully, stab you in the arm with the <laughs> yeah. IV. They just wrap it around your arm and tie it in a knot. Makes sense, sure. And so when they were like, okay, come to set, I squeezed the bag at, with, you know, like, and, and dragged it to the set. You don't squeeze the bag because that starts the flow. Oh, no. So I'm sitting there, and my pants are getting progressively wetter. <laughs> and so I went, oh, man. <laughs> and they went, cut. What is happening? And I went, the bag, it's leak. It's my pants are wet, and the bag, it's from the IV bag. It's leaking on me, and so, so they just, they, they just put a, a, a white thing, like a white cloth, over my pants, uh -huh. and they just went shut up and sit there. And I had to <laughs> shut up and sit there for the rest of the takes, and then afterwards I could go and change. But yeah, so technically I had pee pants in an <laughs> ER episode. I really wish that footage was what they used. I, yeah, like, oh my god, it's more yes. real. Yeah, Kurt. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I mean to laugh at your serious. misfortune, but no, it was fine. It's I beautiful. Did. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, here's my concern. We've gone. I'm going to say a full length of a normal episode. Would you be at all averse to coming back? Yo, no, anytime. Are you kidding? This is fantastic. We're going to do this again because you're coming yeah. back to my other fucking show. But before we go, I there's two things. There's a segment we do, which I just forgot to warn you about. But um, let's talk news radio. I, yes. I want to know. How many episodes yes. you did, and if, there, if you got a story. I did one episode of News Radio. I was a huge fan of News Radio. In fact, I had it, um, I had it up. I think I figured out what episode while, while I was on break just a minute ago. Uh -huh. um, but um, I did one episode of News Radio. It is the Luncheon at the Waldorf. Episode. Oh, come on. It's a great episode. Yeah. So still in, still in season one. I thought it was going to be season two, but I think I was in the end of season one. Okay. Um, so I went on set, and... Phil Hartman is a god to me. Yep. Absolute god. Uh -huh. And I had met Dave Foley just recently prior because he was also at a They Might Be Giants show. Nice. So 
I obviously he didn't remember me, but I had that connection, and I, and I loved the show. Went on there, you know, got in the outfit, got dressed up, whatever, and never was you know like when they're when you're offset and they're gonna like flag you to walk on yeah. and that's you know you took cross path and they never flagged me mm. and so i was like oh she just forgot about me she'll flag me the next time nope son of a bitch nope so i <sighs> never got actually onto the set mm-hmm. other i mean i did get on the set but i was never actually seen on on air yeah yeah but uh but i was there i got to i got to see the set that set i was surprised that set looked bigger to me than I expected. I did yeah, not expect it to look as big as it did. Okay. Um, and our holding area was the bleachers where the, where the audience sits. Okay. So, I mean, the whole day, I just sat and just watched. I mean, uh, no joke, I, I watched Phil Hartman the whole day. <laughs> and he did, abs- did. he did absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to merit it, but I was in awe Doesn't matter. the whole time. Of course yeah. you were. Good God. Yeah. Holy shit. That's, first of all, that's, they're all good, but that's a very good episode. Uh, I'm, I have to assume that Llewellyn or one of the other costume people took a, a Polaroid of you? Do you yes. Okay. Yeah, there was a Polaroid of me, yeah. I'm going to do some digging and some asking around because I have a lot of the costume binders uh, from the show. I'm going to do some digging and see if I can find that one. See if anybody... She, I don't she, have it, but somebody else She might. won't. She won't because I kept it. You... Kurt. I don't have it anymore, though. Son That's the shitty part. Bitch. That's the shitty part. The only one, the only Polaroid I could have, I was looking for it uh-huh. because I kept it. The only Polaroid I ever found that I kept mm-hmm. was from that '70s show. Oh, okay. Uh, but but I can't. I can't. I didn't. I don't know what happened to it. All it's right. got to be here somewhere. Sure, sure, And if sure. I ever come across it, it, trust me. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, but but I, I I did ask her if I could keep it, and she didn't care. She's like, yeah, here you go. So Whoever it was, I don't remember her name. Obviously. It was either Llewellyn or one of the assistants. But uh, give me one second. I have to let the damn cat out again. <laughs> yeah. Hi, sweetheart. No, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Door. Come here. Come on. You wanted to leave. Now you don't want to leave. Dick. This cat. It's fine. I love you. You're a very beautiful cat. Yep. Good for you. Yep. You're cute and you're spoiled. Hope you like it. What? Don't look at me like that, you weirdo. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, yes. So uh, there was one thing. The only piece of the actual news radio set that I could actually touch mm-hmm. was was the uh, was the table. Oh. I walked by one time I mean, and I kind of veered over and just so I could say I touched the table. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I I love. I, uh, I hate you. I don't hate you. That's fine. I'm just very <laughs> jealous. You understand I'm jealous. You get it. You get it. But you also appreciate the show. You appreciate my love of the show. Oh, I did. Um, yeah. Let's do this. We have one segment on the show. It's called Five and Over, where you take a five and under or an extra gig, any, and you've got 600 to choose from, Kurt, um, and you design a spinoff. It does not have to be the same genre or even the same <laughs> medium. It can be a comic book based off of that. It can be whatever you want, but I want to know what it is. If you can name your character, that would be fantastic. Yeah, Hit me with it, Kurt. I did not warn you, so I apologize. You didn't warn me, I, and, and I, and I kind of knew this was coming, and I completely didn't think about <laughs> it. Um, There's a lot. Uh, there is a lot. I'm trying to see if anything jogs my memory. You know what? I'll go I'll go with the one that, that, that I've, I kind of already touched on. But the cowboy, because I got to wear cowboy clothes mm-hmm. for, um, oh no, no, I'm changing it. On the, I'm changing it on the spur of the moment. Okay. I was an extra in Weird Science TV show. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yes. And um, so they they called me Nice Hands Boy because I because they 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 started a scene a few times of me with you know bringing up a coffee cup to my my hand, my face. <laughs> okay. So. The spinoff would be Nice Hands Boy, <laughs> and the reason I would pick that mm-hmm. is because we filmed the school that they filmed at, the school that was part of it, 
was the clock tower from Back to the Future. So I get to hang out in the clock tower. Yeah, of course. So, so yeah, it would be it would be nice hands, boy, and uh, it would just be uh, the the it would be the coffee shop and how everybody, no matter who they were or what was going on in their life, no matter how bad, even in a pandemic, would always stop and go, "Boy's got nice hands." <laughs> that would be it, and that's off the top of my head. No, it's it's good. a terrible, terrible no, idea. I like but, it. Uh, I like it. And you're going to come back and you can do another one. You'll have more time to oh, maybe even sweet. write your spinoff at that point. Um, <laughs> so, Kurt, this is not probably it'll either be a special episode or it'll come out next season because i'm doing seasons of this show but perfect so think about it it either comes out in a week or two or several months from now (laughs) promote what you want to promote tell people where to find you perfect um the best way to find me please if you if you want to if you like the paranormal paranormal almanac i'm host of a weekly paranormal show um you can find it wherever you get your podcasts uh find me on all things Facebook seems to be the main thing that I keep focusing on because I'm an old white guy. <laughs> I need to I need I need to smoke social media better. But um, find me everywhere. It's Paranormal Almanac. Uh, I debunk stuff if you don't believe in the paranormal, and if you do believe in the paranormal, I have some paranormal stuff that's happened on the show. So there that's you go. That's awesome. I love it. So good, Kurt. You're a delight. Thank you so much for doing the show. Oh, thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Uh, obviously, just follow me on Instagram, Jason Cl- at Jason Klom. That's where I do my professional blur post. I've done something from just about every gig I've done so far, but you know, every once in a while something new pops up, a prop or whatever. Um, and I will just say what I say every week, which is, I'm sorry I missed your thing. I don't own a TV, so. You can find The Professional Blur on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. And follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Klom and follow his hashtag, The Professional Blur. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>